The Heart of Art is brought to you by the Academy for the Visual and Performing Arts at Texas A&M University, bringing innovative and culturally diverse visual and performing arts programming to Texas A&M University and the Brazos Valley. The Academy for the Visual and Performing Arts fosters the creativity of our community via the transformative power of the arts. The Heart of Art, scoping the Brussels Valley for the best artists and bringing them to your radio. Hello, good evening, everyone. Welcome back to the KME Studios. My name is Hector Nino, and you're listening to The Heart of Art. Today in the studio, we have a very special show planned for you. My first guest will be Becky Ricketts, who is a pen and paper illustrator with a focus on still images. Uh, she considers herself an Aggie wannabe because a lot of people in her family were Aggies. Um, so she is an honorary Aggie in my eyes. Uh, her Instagram is Becky Ricketts Art, if you'd like to go and check out her work. And that's Becky Ricketts, R-I-C-K-E-T-T-S, Art. And you can go and see that her latest posts are actually A&M themed note cards and they're beautiful and you can go and check out her work while we're having this discussion. And for my second interview, we will be revisiting uh, my conversation with Jason Elliott, who is a tattoo artist uh, with a focus on video games and anime. And if you'd like to check out his Instagram, that's Jason Tattooer. Uh, He's also been on Ink Master for... Uh, season 10 and he was such a character that they brought him back for season 13 so we have a great conversation it's, it's a lot of fun uh, all right now for our, our announcements we have first friday coming up this friday in downtown Bryan, uh october 7th and this will begin at 6 p.m and there will be all sorts of games food and live music i encourage you all to come out it is a great time for the whole family uh, and Kami will be out there, so make sure to stop and say hi and grab some uh, cool merch. Uh, and at this first Friday, we actually have a bluegrass band performing, and that is the Valley Junction Band between 6 to 9 p.m. at the steps of the St. Andrew's Episcopal Church. Uh, and this band actually performs regularly at local retirement communities, fundraising events, and even private parties. So if you uh, if you are interested, make sure to go and support this local bluegrass band. Um, but now let's start the show and begin my conversation with Becky Ricketts. And once again, if you want to check out her art, you can go to her Instagram at Becky Ricketts Art. Let's start the show. Today, we have a very special guest. She is a pen and paper illustrator with a focus on buildings. And uh, she also has some Texas A&M themed note cards that are available at Galleria Spawn Century Square. Her name is Becky Ricketts. Hi, Becky. How are you today? Hi, Hector. Doing well. Thank you. Awesome. Awesome. Um, so, I mean, you've heard the show before, so I like to go through the background of my guests. And I wanted to ask, where did your love for art begin? Where are you from? Certainly. Born in Arkansas, my mom was an art teacher. We were required to take our art classes. And at home, some of my sweetest memories with my mom were doing art projects together. From there, I tended to, for some reason, draw cats, I guess because they sleep 20 hours a day so they have a good subject matter that doesn't move. Right. Um, became a high school 
art editor for our yearbook, just cultivating a love for graphic design. And then from there, went to Louisiana Tech, majored in art with the specialty in graphic design. And back then, when dinosaurs roamed the earth, we did all our mechanicals by hand, uh, very laborious. And I, uh, everything was cut by hand, all our overlays. Um, it was it was very tedious back then. <laughs> mm-hmm. oh, wow, that's awesome. Um... And you're also very well-traveled. I, you told me that you've lived in England, Scotland, and Kazakhstan, right? Exactly. My dad was transferred a lot when uh, I was young. We lived in London, England, and uh, got a chance to travel a lot around Europe. And then when, we, when I married my husband, he also in the oil business, we did move to California, to New Orleans, to um, Scotland, to Kazakhstan, we did travel quite a bit. Awesome. And did, in these travels, did you ever like um, use them as inspiration for your art? You know, I think one of my favorite artists that I've met was out of Kazakhstan. His name is Raphael. He paints childhood memories from growing up in a fishing village and his color and his childlike um, almost primitive depictions of his memories are so incredible. I, I love that, and I, I would love to paint more like that, but I always tend to gravitate toward realism. Hmm. Awesome. And, I mean, not a lot of people know about Kazakhstan, so uh, what, is, what, is it, what is special about it? Because I've seen pictures of it, and I think it's really beautiful, and I don't think a lot of people know about it. You're right. It, even though it's the ninth largest uh, landmass in the world. Really? Yes. <laughs> I didn't know that. <laughs> Where we lived was not so pretty. It was desert and uh, flat, very arid. It was extremely hot in the summer and bitter cold in the winter. So you had the worst of both worlds. But there were areas that were more beautiful than, than our area. All right. And how did you end up here in College Station? My husband retired. We knew we wanted to come back to College Station. He's an Aggie. I'm an Aggie wannabe. Mm-hmm. Our son's an Aggie. My dad was an Aggie. You're an Aggie by association. Exactly, <laughs> right. yes. And it's just such a wonderful community. We wanted to get to a, a college town because there's so much going on there. We lived in Houston previously, and we would never go to the events because Driving was a hassle. Parking was a hassle. But here, you can zip over and park and um, attend an Opus production. or It's just so easy. And we love the small-town atmosphere. Definitely. Um, and you don't just illustrate with pen, right? You also paint. I do. Mm-hmm. I do paint. Um, I, uh, I enjoy oil painting, uh, more still lifes. Mm-hmm. That's, that's kind of what I gravitate toward. Right. And what kind of paint? do you use? In my oil painting, uh, I'm more of traditionalist, realistic. Mm. I love impressionistic painting, and I've tried to incorporate more of that into my my genre. Mm-hmm. I usually, I, I see that uh, people that are artistic tend to dabble in a lot of things, and even one of the things that you do is cycling. Are you into bicycling? <laughs> <laughs> cycling, yes. I am a cyclist, and right. I'm also into music, as oh. I know you are. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and I wanted my children to have an, a musical background. So I taught children's choir and I taught kids art camps, just like my mom did. I wanted them to be exposed to music and to art. And I think it was good for them, although my son would probably just remember using, using his kneaded eraser and building states out of it, which was not the goal of the class, but um, <laughs> he's still, it's in there somewhere. Yeah, yeah. It definitely <laughs> helps the brain <laughs> Yes. in ways sometimes we don't, can't even describe. Right. Um, so why do you think you focus on still lives or like, I mean, because mm -hmm. I noticed a lot of buildings, but I, I know that it, it's not just buildings, but why stills? I think because they're still, I, uh, mm -hmm. I take my time. I'm not on a clock. I enjoy seeing the, um, the canvas come to life slowly. And, um, I guess it goes back to painting sleeping cats. They don't, they don't move. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, I love the detail of your buildings. It's almost like you want to highlight like human innovation, maybe the cultural connection that we have to that building or to that moment? It could be. You know, one of my favorite artists was Edward Hopper, and he did a lot of buildings. And I think part of the allure was just that restraint that he had. Um, well, two things. The, the characters in his paintings... I always wondered, what were they thinking? They seemed so lonely. They seemed in isolation. And then I loved the way he portrayed light on the side of his buildings. That was so interesting to me, how he could, just a solid wall was not a solid wall. It, it was much more than that. And I, I've always enjoyed that architectural element. Mm -hmm. um, I've seen on your art, on, especially in your note cards, your AM themed note cards, which are amazing, by the way, and I recommend everyone to go get some. Thank you. Um, I was wondering what that process was like of making those. Do you take a picture or mm. is it on site? Or yeah. Yes. Well, the first thing I do is procrastinate. Mm. That takes a couple of days. That's a very important part of the process. <laughs> and then I, uh, I, my husband is so sweet to get involved in this. We go out and take pictures and uh, make enlargements from there to get the proportions correct. Then I add a little bit of artistic liberty, of course, to try to make it more interesting. And uh, it was actually my son that got me involved in doing A&M landmarks. He said, Mom, would you draw A&M landmarks for me, really? especially Kyle Fields? Yeah. How could I refuse? Mm -hmm. My marine son. Um, so that's what got, got me started. And then from one landmark led to another. And I loved the century tree. And I loved drawing Sully and course Reveille and um, there's a little known statue called Shaping the Future that I did that one and just as I go through I just find each of these landmarks interesting so I, I draw them. Right that, and they're beautiful by the way thank you for making that. Of course. Um, I, you know interestingly enough I've ha I have made a short film on that statue that you mentioned the one with the children in, in oh. the book. <laughs> yeah it was one when I was in, in college I was um, it was an assignment that we got. And yeah, I love that statue as well. Um, do you ever do commissions or sell your originals? I do. I've mm -hmm. had people, um, wedding venues, they've, they've asked me to draw. There was a facility or a, a location in California that I, for a wedding venue, drew that and uh, been asked to draw another stadium in another state. And occasionally I do. Yes. Right, great. 
And where can people contact you if they if they do want a commission? They can go to my Instagram account or um, I'm on Facebook. Um, if they purchase one of my uh, note cards, I always include my business card in there with my phone number, so they can they can get in touch. All right, great. Um, I did want to ask if you have heard about the first Saturday market. Have you ever heard of the gallery? Yes, I have. Yeah. I love Dari. In fact, I do take painting from her. Oh, really? Oh. I do. Awesome, awesome. Well, I was going to encourage you to, to sell your note cards there because <laughs> that'd be a great opportunity. And actually, I am. That's one of the places that they are exhibited. Awesome. Well, I'll see you there. <laughs> <laughs> I will say one of my favorite jobs that I've had in the past was actually working as a graphic designer, as the art director for uh, a frozen yogurt store in their corporate office. Mm. It was delightful. It was delicious also to work there. <laughs> and working with photographers, There's, <laughs> it's fun because frozen yogurt has a low fat content, so it melts quickly. And if that cone's not perfect, someone's got to eat it. Well, my husband's always right there, happy to, to help out any way he could. So he would be the reciprocal, uh, the depository of uh, all the frozen yogurt. But I loved sketching things for their point of sale purchase, um, advertisement, or working for commercials. It was a lot of fun. That was a, a fun way to use graphic design. Mm -hmm. And free. <laughs> yeah, stuff is always great. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. All right. Um, well, Becky, I thank you so much for stopping by. Um, I learned so much, and I hope that um, the first Saturday market goes great. Thank you so much for having me. Of course, anytime. All right, you guys, we will be going on a quick break, but do not go anywhere. We will be right back. Support for KAMU comes from the Academy for the Visual and Performing Arts at Texas A&M University, bringing innovative and culturally diverse visual and performing arts programming to Texas A&M University and the Brazos Valley. The Academy for the Visual and Performing Arts fosters the creativity of our community via the transformative power of the arts. Hello, good evening, everyone. Welcome back to the KMU Studios. My name is Hector Nino, and you're listening to The Heart of Art. Now we will be revisiting my conversation with Jason Elliott, who is a tattoo artist with a focus on video game and anime. Hope you enjoy. If you'd like to check out his work, his Instagram is Jason Tattooer, all together, Jason Tattooer. Um, and you can go and look at his works while we're having this discussion. So, hi, Jason. How are you today? Hey, Hector. How's it going? It's going pretty good. I'm excited for a conversation today. You know, I've only interviewed like one other tattoo artist, so you're you're, you're pretty high, pretty on demand right now. Sweet. <laughs> awesome. Um, okay, so I'd like to go through the background of my guests first, and I wanted to ask you, uh, where are you from? Um, um, well, currently live in College Station, but um, we, we moved around a lot, so I spent a lot of time in uh, California and, uh, and then kind of Southern Florida, Miami area. Awesome. And is that where your love for art began? Um, yeah, I mean, I guess <laughs> I've, I've always loved it. So, okay. It's always been a thing in, in your life. It has. Yes. Mm -hmm. And how did that start? Um, let's see. I've no, I know I've been drawing since, um, uh, probably four. I mean, uh, at least, at least, you know, your parents like to keep drawings. They go that far back anyway. So 
Um, yeah, I was, uh, I've definitely been drawing since I was four and then was actually doing pretty good drawings at like six and seven. So. All right. And how did you like develop your skills as an artist? Was it just through practice or did you have some mentors along the way? No, no, actually I, I didn't have any mentors. Uh, yeah, I was just, uh, drawing on a lot of cardboard boxes and stuff like wow. that really. So cardboard boxes. Yeah. <laughs> and clothes and yeah. clothes. I drew on my clothes all the time. Nice. And then now skin. And <laughs> so, now skin. <laughs> great. Um, I did want to ask, like, if you viewed tattooing as a certain way when you were younger as to the way you view it now. Like, was there, did the taboo reach you when you were young as well, or how did you view it? Yeah, I think so. Uh, I, I definitely would say that um, I ref kind of looked at it with the same stereotype a lot of people did. Um, it was, uh, I don't know, it just seemed like kind of like the tattoo scene at that time was just mostly... I don't know, kind of looked like a lot of bikers uh, and, you know, convicts and stuff like that. So I was like, oh, I don't know, man. It's kind of kind of fishy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I've heard that um, social media has done a lot to, like, um, I guess, get rid of that taboo and just see people that have tattoos as, like, real people, you know, and not just, like, what they um, interpret people with tattoos as. Yeah, I think so. I think that's uh, actually one of, like, the biggest pros uh, of the tattoo show is that you get to shine a light into the person's life, and uh, you start to see that they're, you know, we're just everyday normal people. Right, yeah. Um, not even social, not only social media, but also, you know, the show that you were on, Ink Master. Yeah. I think that's doing a lot for tattoo artists as well, you know, seeing them as real people. Um, was this something that you felt or experienced there? Uh, yeah, it was, uh, um, you know, it was kind of cool because, you know, a lot of these people, when I went on, I hadn't met any of them before. So um, I feel like that uh, Ink Master is very personable uh, as far as like kind of just like, really they really kind of like try to dig into the artist's life uh and you know background and where they're from and what inspires them and stuff like that and i do think that people really get to look at that person and see oh hey they're really not much different than me mm -hmm. right um so how did you first uh begin tattooing like did you start an orange peel or did you go straight into skin no i i went straight into skin wow. uh yeah i'm just brave like that no <laughs> but uh no i uh i i don't know you know i probably should have started mm -hmm. in something that uh you know wasn't on an actual person but no i just went straight in um i my friends kind of pushed me into it uh i you know i was always drawing and they weren't uh super happy with like the designs that some of the local shops are coming up with so they were asking me if i would kind of design their tattoos and uh it it definitely started getting me like traffic with the tattoo shops you know they were, they were very inquisitive as far as where these drawings and stuff were coming from so that helped awesome um how would you describe your own personal style hmm. i bounce around so i just love art in general uh mostly surrealism that that's uh i i love things that you look at that can kind of um inflict like certain emotions i like the idea of being able to inflict emotions in people when they actually look at an object uh or an image so uh, i would say definitely surrealism mm -hmm. so if you had to like choose one art style that you could that's the only style that you could do would you choose <sighs> surrealism as oh, man I, I can't i can't choose one it's, it's a tough it's a tough oh uh, man yeah i mean probably i would yeah I, yeah probably surrealism mm -hmm. <laughs> Um, and how do you balance, you know, what you like to, um, 
would you like to have in your art and then versus what people want? <laughs> like how, how much of it is you and how much of it is them? I'd like to say 100% of the time it's me, but mm. that's uh, that's not factual. So, uh, man, it's so hard. Like people, um, they're scared and it's uh, it's understandable. So, you know, I think when you get scared, the kind of just like response that you have is to take the reins. So, um, unfortunately, every tattoo experience is not a good experience. So that that's obviously going to put that fear in people. Uh, so I do get a lot of messages and people do say, hey, you know, I'm completely open to your interpretation. And for the most part, that seems to be the case. But you obviously are going to get those clients that are just like, you know, they get they just get nervous and they're like, oh, let me, you know, jump in here and really start kind of like narrowing down what paths I can go down and stuff like that. So I've worked really hard to kind of get to that point to where I can, I can, you know, have complete control, but there are still times, you know, where you have to work with a client pretty, pretty hard. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, going through your social media, I see like a lot of inspiration from anime and, you know, video game and different media. Um, would you say that uh, the media does have an influence on your art? Yeah, well, I, I think anything that you love is going to have an influence on your art. And I mm-hmm. love anime and video games. So uh, that's, it's always going to have an influence. Mm-hmm. And why did you choose tattooing as like your main medium? And, you know, I you were into drawing. Why did you go into tattooing and not pursue more further like that drawing? Uh, I like I like challenges, honestly, mm-hmm. like um, the more stressful something is, the more fun it is for me, nice. which is not something I suggest for everybody. But, um, you know, with tattooing, it's um, people may not you know think it but it actually has an extra level uh added on top of you know um most other art forms because you know when you're doing when, when you're an artist and you're in a certain media you you have fixed materials that you use because you become very comfortable with them and you you think that they're consistent and stuff um so i wouldn't say like complacent but you know it kind of you just know what to expect and with tattooing because it's organic um, you always have that variable that's kind of unknown. Uh, and for me, that's exciting is, is, you know, like having to adapt with each tattoo. Right. Yeah. I would say most people don't like being that stressed <laughs> all the uh, time. Man, I don't know why I like <laughs> it, but I do. And then I feel like that's evident also in the fact that you went twice to Ink Master. Yeah. Like, <laughs> how many people have done that, by the way? How many people have d- come back for another Uh season? I mean, there's a few. Yeah. I mean, probably like, uh. Uh, maybe like five, five percent or mm-hmm. something like that, I guess. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's it's really it's just like, I guess they just like our personality. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They want you on screen again. Exactly. <laughs> um, when, you know, people go to a tattoo artist, they usually have like a meaning behind the tattoo. I'm, I'm not saying you necessarily need to have a meaning, but um, is that ever a, a, a little intimidating, you know, to be like kind of like a therapist to them when they're like on your chair and they're talking to you about like what this tattoo means, you know? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, I sometimes I will get emails and their uh, their email will be like, you know, 10 paragraphs long. And oh. it's like they want to, you know, try to they're like, well, this is the only tattoo I'm going to get. And I want to get, you know, all the important events in my life summed up in this one tattoo oh. uh oh no it's it's uh it's like uh, um and you know i know those uh, th- those things are very important to people and it's it shaped them 
you know, into who they are now. And, you know, maybe that those were a lot of really good things and, and they're proud of who they are. Uh, that's really hard to do in a tattoo. Um, so, yeah, that's uh, it, it's definitely added pressure as far as the, you know, therapist thing. Uh, people feel very comfortable telling tattoo artists everything. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and man, we're just along for the ride. We, yeah. we just listen and we try to offer the best advice we can. You know, sometimes the stories are great. Sometimes they're creepy. Mm-hmm. So, but I bet, you know, tattoo artists have some great stories. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. No, people share everything with us. <laughs> Definitely. Um, you know that now that you are a full fledged, you know, tattoo artist and people probably even like look up to you after seeing you on TV. Um, do you have any advice for up and coming tattoo artists who are trying to make a name for themselves? Yeah, my my first advice to to any artist is always just be humble. Like um, you can learn pretty you can learn something from from pretty much anything, you know, as long as you're like open uh, and just, you know, willing to be patient and look. Um, so stay away from like the rock star, you know, kind of personality because, you know, we definitely see a lot of people come in who are like, well, I'm, I'm amazing. You know, like I'm, I'm a really, really good artist. Well, that's, that's nice, but there's a lot of really, really good artists and there will always be a lot of really good artists. Uh, so you just, just be humble. You know, it takes a lot of work and time to be a tattoo artist, uh, especially if you want to be a good one. Uh, so, yeah, humble and patience. Awesome. Thank you. Um, do you have any up and coming, you know, dates for a project or any any special events coming up soon? Well, uh, my my favorite one coming up is uh, Anime Inc., which is uh, it's a very large one in Richmond, Virginia and uh it's not it's not just tattooing it's just anime in general and it was amazing last year and i feel like it's going to be even better this year um for anybody who's never been to richmond that is like a prime (laughs) prime reason to go um uh, my friends and i have been tossing around the idea of starting our own uh tattoo convention um kind of like a a geek thing you know where it's going to be you know uh, board games and video games and anime themed and stuff like that just so, you know something for all the nerds out there wow. and uh, and then I don't know who knows maybe possibly pop up on TV again so yeah <laughs> all right um, we'll be we'll be looking out for for, for that new stuff um, do you get to travel a lot now that you have been you know like on TV and you are a very well-known um, tattoo artist do people request you from like you know different parts of the world or yeah yeah actually uh um right before uh the lockdown um i actually had just gotten back from doing like a iceland belgium holland you know kind of amsterdam germany a little bit trip um now it's fantastic yeah there's uh it's weird it's like you i thought that a lot of your popularity comes from the u.s but really it's like i get a lot of fans from like the philippines and brazil and greece and yeah, just so many random places that they'll be messaging me. Um, I I think uh, I think my furthest person that even traveled in was from like uh, Poland and Australia, wow. and I was like, wow, thanks. Wow, <laughs> international requests. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, it's, it's wild. All right. Um, is there anything about your art that you want our audience to know, but don't think that maybe we've uh, tackled yet? Ooh, 
anything about my art? Uh, that's a t that's a tough one. It's really good. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It is. It's no, true. no, I'm just kidding. I'm <laughs> no. Just, uh, uh, no, I don't. I don't know. I, uh, um, I, I love doing it. So, like, I'll have fun, and you'll have fun, and you'll look awesome. So, mm -hmm. yeah, there you go. Um, <laughs> if you haven't seen Jason Elliott on Ink Master, you definitely should. It is a great time. Um, Thank you so much, Jason, for stopping by. I had a great time. Yeah, absolutely, Hector, man. Thanks for uh, inviting me out here. It's awesome. Anytime. All right, you guys, that is the end of our show. Thank you so much to Becky uh, Ricketts for stopping by the KMU station and enlighten me on her works. If you know of any artists or any art events coming up, make sure to email theheartofart at tamu.edu. That email will go directly to me. That's theheartofart at tamu.edu. And uh, I did want to mention to keep an eye out for more giveaways because I have been notified that we might do more in the future. So make sure to keep an ear out. I hope you enjoyed the show and make sure to tune in next week. I'm Hector Nino, and you've been listening to The Heart of Art, a production of 90.9 KAMU-FM. You can find all of our shows anytime at kamu.tamu.edu. The Heart of Art is brought to you by the Academy for the Visual and Performing Arts at Texas A&M University, bringing innovative and culturally diverse visual and performing arts programming to Texas A&M University and the Brazos Valley. The Academy for the Visual and Performing Arts fosters the creativity of our community via the transformative power of the arts.